0: Yo, today's QOD is when you look for something, that's what you find. Here we go. Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of seancroxton.com. You know, um, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, I was at Barnes & Noble, the bookstore. I don't know why I was at the bookstore. I got enough books at my house. It's really out of control in my house with books. It's like a library in here. It's ridiculous. But nevertheless, I was at the bookstore, cruising around, and I stumbled upon a book called The Energy Codes by Dr. Sue Mortar. And I flipped through it for about 20 seconds, and immediately something inside me said, take this book home and read it now. And I take it home, jump right into it, and I tell you, it is the most fascinating book that I've read all year. And I like to nerd out. Hopefully you like to nerd out. If you're interested in getting really under the hood you know, to the very foundation of personal transformation. I'm talking about like, you know, quantum physics, uh, blocked emotions, and how to release those emotions and how to create more energy, you know, to, to, to fuel your personal transformation. I'm talking about Taurus fields. My Money Mind Academy students love it when I talk about Taurus fields. Like, Taurus fields are just fascinating. The energy that you broadcast from your body that attracts things into your life. I talk about that in um, lesson three of Money Mind Academy. You got to sign up for Money Mind Academy. Change your life. But I'm going to highly recommend. I know I recommend a lot of books here. But if there's one, if you're a nerd like me and really like to get into this stuff, read the energy codes. And another thing that I've been studying a lot lately, and she talks about it in this clip, is that... Genetics are not what we think they are. Like our genetics do not control our lives. You know, we can say, I've got genetics for genes for heart disease or diabetes or this, that, and the other. What controls your genetics is your thoughts. The way that you think creates the environment inside of your body. You know how they talk about the environment is what flips the switch on your genes? Well, that's your external outward environment. But we also have to think about the internal environment. What are the chemicals that you're creating in your body by way of your thoughts? Because those are the chemicals that reach the cell that influence the epigenetic flipping on and flipping off of the genes and the expression of the genes. So many people are sick because of the way that they think. Yes, food is important. Yes, exercise is important. But thoughts are huge when it comes to health and disease. Here's Dr. Sue Mortar.
1: But first I just want to say that everything is energy. Everything in the whole of creation and the manifest world is energy. It's energy in one form or another. So energy medicine is actually just allowing you to begin to draw upon the energies of the universe, the energies of your environment, the energies of nature in order to heal, in order to live in a congruent state with your surroundings. Now, how many of you are familiar, relatively familiar with the term epigenetics know what this is. Um, so anyone not familiar with epigenetics, let me just share a little bit about that with you. What, what epigenetics is showing us is that our environment is more important to our survival, our health and well-being, than our, uh, our genetic inheritance, which is a really amazing concept for us to take into consideration when we've been raised understanding that, that it's the nucleus of the cell and the DNA that will ultimately determine if we express in health and wholeness or if we are destined for a disease. And so we live in a culture that is very ingrained in taking your family history in order to understand what your family uh, lineage, meaning your DNA inheritance, is likely to express in you. And what epigenetics is teaching us is that our environment is actually more important than our DNA inheritance. And so when I first heard that, I thought, environment, so the pollution is affecting us and the things that we're doing in the outer world are having an influence on our ability to be self-healing. And actually, it's deeper than that. It's more simplistic than that. And it's more empowering than that. And here's what I mean. The environment means the energetic environment that your cells are living in. So we used to think that the nucleus of a cell gave the cell instructions on how to perform, what to do, what chemicals to produce and when to produce them, et cetera. And now what we recognize with the study of epigenetics is that there are little antennas on the surface of the cell that are picking up waveforms. They're picking up energy frequencies, and then they're reporting to what's going on inside the cell in such a fashion that Um, it tells the cell from this environmental message what chemistry to produce, how to operate, how to function. So that's a pretty significant thing, especially when you apply what I'm about to share with you to that concept. But first I want us to get this concept that the cells of your body are doing what they're doing in response to a message, an invisible message that they are getting from the energetic environment that they are sitting in okay? So so they will determine what gets turned on in your genetic inheritance and what sits dormantly. So for instance, someone can have the DNA inheritance factor for diabetes, but never have the experience, the symptomatology, the outpicturing of diabetes in their entire lifetime. It's sitting there, but it's dormant. And so what it is that we are recognizing is that our environment is determining what our cells are doing what our dna is expressing etc and so it's it's a fascinating thing when we did everybody get that piece right there so so the environment that we are creating is important and the number one thing that generates the power of our environment to allow healing or not guess what that is your thoughts your thoughts not even just the words you say but the thoughts that you think and don't say those even have an effect on the environment inside your system and how your cells are going to express so let's add to that some additional research that is super exciting in that it tells us that when you take the physical world and you break it down to the tiniest particle that you can find that tiniest particle um, is a gateway between physical form and energy that when we test that tiniest particle to see if it behaves as matter it does and when we test that same particle to determine if it is actually an energy wave form it is And so, this is very confusing to linear uh, science in that we have always thought that our physical environment was tangible and real and something that we had to contend with. And what quantum science is actually showing us is that when you look for something, that's what you find. When you look for something, that's what you find. Okay? A little scary if we happen to be pessimistic or doubtful, in, in, in intentional, or not intentionally, but just inherently. If we happen to be a questioner or feeling insecure, then there's a real tendency for us to create an environment that would validate our insecurity. Does that make sense? You follow that? So if we want to be healthy and whole and robust and strong, then we have to get a handle on the energetic environment that we are creating creating if we ever want ourselves to cooperate with the idea of health and wholeness and wellness etc. So what we also know, this is just fascinating, that not only does our mind have the power to impact our DNA, to change it, what lights up and what shuts down etc. Our DNA has an effect on our external environment. So if they create a vacuum, and don't worry the whole evening isn't going to be about research and science, but I just want to share these kind of things with you because you are powerful beyond belief. In fact, you're more powerful than anything you could possibly believe because every single belief that we carry is a limiting belief. Okay? You got this? Because we know that if we have negative beliefs, those would likely be limiting, right? If I believe that I'm not enough or I believe that, that I'm not smart enough or that it's too late or I'm too old or, or I'm too young or whatever it might be, it's an obvious thing that that, uh, that that would have a limitation on our life experience. However, if we believe anything else that is even less obviously limiting, we also have a tendency to limit our body's full expression, our soulful self, our essential self's full expression here in the world as we know it. So anything that you would have a tendency to need to defend, anything that you would have a tendency to need to defend about yourself or about your life or about your family or whatever, all of that leaves you susceptible to having to um, step into a different state of consciousness when the moment comes to defend it. And that state of consciousness does not contribute to the environment where healing happens. So the whole idea is all beliefs are limiting to some degree. So the key is, well, what do we do if we're not supposed to be believing something? What am I supposed to do then? You know, just sit here. Don't think that. Don't think that. Don't think that. So I want us to just get that beliefs are thoughts that we have thought so regularly that we begin to think that they're true. They just create a reality. They create this, this familiarity. And then we run on autopilot and we, uh, and it allows um, itself to be a guiding factor in our lives, and so what my work is about is actually developing a way of being and a way of working in life and walking in life and exchanging in life that is underneath the layer of believing thoughts, believing statements, the level of story in our lives. Like we know that if you change your story, you can change your life. If you change the history that you've been through in your mind and how you look at it, it can change your. Life And what I'm saying is that there's something that is even more profound than that, which is if we could find, and we can, a way of responding and engaging in the world without having to defend our beliefs, we can remain more present to the positive power of healing that is available to us all the time. And so there's a way of working with that. And that is something that, that I look forward to sharing with you in our short time together this evening. There is much more about all of this that I would love to share with you uh, than we have time to do. But, but I'm going to speak in rapid fire in here and... Put some things into the room so that we can grab an idea that we can take home that can change our disposition, who we experience ourself being, and how we can exchange in the world in a fashion that allows our health, our wholeness, our vitality to remain replenishing and rejuvenating, and constantly um, j- uh, creating an, an a possibility for us to be healthier and stronger and younger and more flexible and more vital uh, today. we were yesterday and tomorrow more so than today is that okay is that okay if we go into some stuff like that because that's all I was thinking about talking about tonight so all right, that was Dr.
0: Sue Mortar. Her website is DrSueMortar.com. We will go ahead and put her book, The Energy Codes, in the QOD Bookstore at QODBooks.com under the QOD Speaker section. So check that one out. Again, highly recommend that one. If you want to watch that entire talk, it is a fascinating talk. You have to watch it. It is called Veil Symposium, The Energy Codes with Dr. Sue mortar. That is it for me. Don't forget, next Tuesday, I'm starting to teach Money Mind Academy for free. You can check out the first two lessons 100% for free. Sign up for that at freemoneyclasses.com. That is freemoneyclasses.com. I'll see you there. I'm out. Peace. Peace.